Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I want to remind you to check out Zencaster. Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. That is my favorite program to use for all my recording needs. And the great part is, not only do they have audio, but they also have video options as well. So whether you're video conferencing, podcasting, just catching up with friends and loved ones, you definitely want to check out Zencaster. They have uh, paid subscriptions. They also have a free version, which I'm actually using right now. Transcripts, the whole nine yards, and even, get this, Zencaster has started to do hosting. So for all you podcasters out there, if you're looking for a host for your show, please consider Zencaster. You will not regret it. I'm telling you right now. Once again, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Made on Zencaster. That's right. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. And I want to kick off this show by talking to you. Yes, you. You know exactly who I'm talking to here. I need you to get up, go over to your refrigerator, look at what's in there, and if there is a single food item that's been prepared that was served on Thanksgiving, I need you to stop the nonsense, okay? Stop the nonsense, throw it out. I don't know what you're doing there. The reason why you have a case of the bubble guts is because you keep eating this now weak old food. Come on now, all right? After about three, four days, it's time to throw it out. You got to stop that. Anyway, (laughs) listen, there's people out there who are listening to this right now. They know exactly who I'm talking to. So don't even try to act brand new. You know what I mean. Throw it out. Anyway, folks, I I had a whole idea of what I was going to do this week, and I cleared the schedule once again. You know, when things pop up, okay, I just clear the schedule. It's like, you know what? I'm going to have to put my my fantastic idea on hold. Whatever interview I was going to do, we got to put that on hold because something has happened that is so big and has generated so much interest that I have to move this to the front of the line. And certainly that has been the case with this new uh, Peacock, this new Peacock uh, docuseries, Dangerous Breed, Crime, Cons, and Cats. Okay? This is this new docuseries on Peacock, and it is all about Teddy Hart from the famous uh, Hart family dynasty. So a lot of you have reached out to me and have insisted 
that I start reviewing this documentary. And you know something? I, I watched the first episode and wow. So yeah, this this episode here of Duke Loves Wrestling is going to be dedicated to episode one of Dangerous Breed, Crime, Cons, and Cats, aka the Teddy Hart <laughs> docu-series here. And, but, it, and listen, I want to put out a disclaimer, okay? I'm going to put out a disclaimer, a couple of disclaimers. First and foremost, anyone who's part of this docu-series or anyone who is related to it, you're welcome to be guests on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. Okay, you're welcome to be a guest here. You can come on. You know how I do. I'll hit record. I'll ask a couple of questions and just let you talk long form. You can say whatever you want on the record in your own words. So let me make sure we make that clear. That's always been my my stance. That's how I cover and how I attack media. You know, other people do things differently. I'm not going to sit here and correct anybody or fact check them or anything like that. Generally speaking, that's not what I do. I let the guests speak because when they feel comfortable and they speak freely, a lot of times they're going to say a lot of things that you wouldn't hear anywhere else. Okay? That's my style. That's how I do. If you don't like it, good for you. Anyway, so anyone who's related to this, you're welcome to be guests on the show. That goes without saying. I'm going to review episode one, and I'm going to say a lot of things. And I want to make it clear that I'm not taking this docu-series lightly, or, or rather, the serious subject matter lightly, okay? That's not the case. I am completely dumbfounded, I'm mystified, I'm shocked by a lot of this stuff because it's like, wow, these are real people doing these things. And they have this guy recording them, them doing some of these things, or at least providing enough information for you an educated person, a reasonable person to take a look and form some strong opinions about certain people, right? So as I'm reviewing this, if I laugh or if it sounds like, I, you know, there's some kind of lightheartedness in anything that I'm saying, it's only because I'm shocked. It's not because I think this is funny because it's not funny. All right. And, and, and let me make this clear. There are numerous reasons why people laugh. Two of the numerous is because something is genuinely entertaining. It's funny, right? It's humorous. That's why they, their natural reaction is to laugh. Another reason is because something is so shocking and so ridiculous that you laugh be, out of how ridiculous it is, right? Doesn't mean you're taking it lightly. So I want to make sure I'm clear on that because I know that the humanoids out there, the pencil neck geeks, uh, the skinny jeans mafia out there, they are not top shelf like many of you listening are. So they're going to find something to cancel me about over this episode that I'm conducting right now. They're definitely going to cancel me. There's no question about that, right? Because that's what they do. They can't stand it when I start talking, uh, especially when I start sharing my opinion on anything. So they're going to cancel me over this, okay? This, this dangerous breed, this Teddy Hart docuseries is what I'm referring to it as. It hits close to home here for Duke Loves Wrestling, because don't forget, I had Chase and Rents on this show, and I asked him directly about Samantha Fiddler, and he gave a direct answer. That's on the record, right? In fact, when I review, I got to watch episode two first, 
because I, I believe they're going to start talking about Samantha Fiddler and show some some information about her, which is fascinating that someone recorded firsthand Samantha and her relationship with Teddy Hart. And they got to interview her and interview him as it was developing. That That is fascinating to me. But after I watch episode two, I'll probably go back to the uh, This Is Chase and Rant series and I'll just I'll cut specifically what he said about Sam Fiddler. And I will make that part of the episode when I review episode two of Dangerous Breed. Okay, so I'm going to do that just to kind of keep things somewhat in the same place, make it easier for anyone listening along. Because, you know, some of you have not heard the This Is Chase and Rants series that I did. It's it's not an easy listen because the guy goes into horrific detail about a lot of terrible crimes that he's committed, right? And some other things that maybe people didn't know that he had gotten into. And he exposed people in the wrestling industry who he had done business with and who have helped him at various points through the years, right? Not an easy listen at times. So, but he absolutely answered my questions about Samantha Fiddler in his own way. So yeah, I'll, I'll make that part of the episode two review because I think that putting that together will, will paint a somewhat complete picture. But again, I don't take this stuff lightly. I think it's very uh, serious. And I believe as an extension of media, which is what I am, right? This is a media show. It's a news show. I believe that is you get as much information as you can on the record from the actual sources. That's what you do. And then you let it be what it is. Somebody more enterprising and, and what have you can piece it all together. And, you know, hopefully we can paint a complete picture if we have enough information on the record. This Dangerous Breed docuseries has so much information on the record that I believe that what Chase and Rance said on Duke Loves Wrestling is a very important piece of the puzzle, right? It adds a little bit more color to the to the picture. That's my opinion. And other people who have listened to that docuseries and, and specifically heard what Chase and Rance had to say about Samantha Fiddler and who have also watched the first three episodes of Dangerous Breed, they seem to feel that all of this stuff fits together pretty well. So, you know, I'm going to do my part cut that piece, put it on the, the uh, when I review episode two of Dangerous Breed, I'm going to put it all together there. So there you go. Uh, but again, as media, I'm not going to run away from this stuff. I'm going to just put it out there. And some of you who want to go into business for yourself and put yourselves over, you want to make yourself the story. Listen, I'm not the story here. <laughs> I got nothing to do with these folks, right? It's related to pro wrestling. So I've reached out to to people who are close enough to the action, including somebody who's directly related to the action, to help get as much information on the record as possible, right? But I'm not the story here. So I don't need to, well, you did this and neither, you know, some of these knuckleheads out here who, who critiqued my This Is Chase and Rant series and talked about how I didn't do this and I didn't fact check that and I didn't call him out on that. I'm not going to do that. Quite frankly, I'm just not going to do that. You know why? Because no one has gotten as much on the record with Chase and Rants as I have. 
and it lives. Despite all of your best efforts out there, some of you humanoids, demanding that I take it down, (laughs) get rid of it, right? Which is ironic. Why would I ever do that? What if something that he said helps contribute to figuring out what happened to the missing person, Samantha Fiddler? This lady who was training to become a pro wrestler and then she up and disappeared. Don't you think that's important? Right? No, I'm not taking it down. I never took it down and I still get hell for that. Good. (laughs) You know, some things are more important than whatever personal interest or, or, or nonsense or covering up that a lot of you folks out there are doing. Because I, again, I, I truly believe that in terms of quote unquote, cleaning up the wrestling industry, the majority of you, you, you're not interested in that. You like to complain, but you don't want to clean anything up. You don't want to help contribute to a solution, right? You get somebody on the record, one of the few people related to this case, and he openly speaks about Samantha Fiddler and, and, and Teddy Hart and himself and, and his position, what have you, and you have a problem with me having that content up, go to hell, right? That's what I say to all of you out there um, who have gone out of your way to talk nonsense over the past couple of years about that. You've canceled me and I've never been bigger since. So thank you for that. Keep canceling me. Anyway, I'm going to review this Dangerous Breed episode one because I'm just, <laughs> and, and I encourage everybody, go to Peacock watch this thing. Okay. It's not for the weak stomach. I'm going to tell you that right now. Got to have a strong stomach. Uh, there's, there's very clear signs of domestic, uh, abuse, right? We haven't seen the physical yet, (laughs) but certainly the emotional and the verbal is, is there in plain sight. So I'm going to start with that anyway. Um, and, and also, good job by the guy who created this. I mean, a lot of folks have said that this is terrible. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's fascinating. Who else has this much information on the record? That alone makes it fantastic. I don't care if you don't like his storytelling, his reasoning, if you don't like the, the people involved or what have you. This is a real-life thing going on. Teddy Hart's life and the people involved and all the things associated with it. This guy has it all on the record. Or at least he has a good chunk of it on the record. I think that's fascinating. <laughs> so, you know, kudos to him. Give that guy all the awards for this. Anyway, Teddy Hart, right? He's, he's part of the, the Hart family dynasty. Uh, very talented. Everybody says that. Everybody knows that. You can see him wrestle and you can see he can do all these death defying stunts. Flippy dippy, peanut butter skippy. That's what he is. But Teddy also was trained properly. So he does know psychology. He does know how to wrestle. Teddy was the youngest person ever signed to a WWE contract, as far as we know, at least. That's the claim that's made. So as far as we know on the record, Teddy Hart's the youngest ever signed to a WWE contract. He's also the youngest to be fired by the WWE. WWE put out a statement saying that, quote unquote, Teddy Hart is uncoachable. Wow. And it's not hard to see that. This guy plays by his own rules. This guy wants to be the center of attention. That's my assessment. I'm given an opinion based on what we've been uh, shown in this documentary, but also what I've seen elsewhere. Uh, Teddy Hart wants to be the whole show, and he doesn't necessarily want to share the spotlight. And when the spotlight becomes bigger, Teddy's going to find a way to pull that back over to his side. That's what I observe, right? 
Teddy, if you want to come on the show and correct me, that's okay. You're welcome to do that. But from what I observe, you're, you are a spotlight hog. You need the spotlight. You need the attention. And you want it 24-7. That's how you've projected yourself to the world. Anyway, some documentary filmmaker guy um, decides, you know, he's going to do something about this crazy guy named Teddy Hart that everyone keeps talking about. So they meet, get together, and, you know, this guy starts filming. The guy's name is Frederick Croach. I'm, I think it's Croach. I could be wrong. Cross, Cross, whatever. Anyway, um, so Frederick follows Teddy around for nearly 10 years, filming this guy at every turn. And in the beginning, he's in Teddy's house. Teddy has a wife. Teddy has over 50 cats. Teddy has a girlfriend. And then there's other women who are in and out and things like that. Teddy's training people, quote unquote, in his home. (laughs) This is all going on. And, And this filmmaker is filming all this stuff, right? And the filmmaker interviews the wife and the girlfriend constantly. And they, and they have nothing but great. Oh, I love it here. And this is great. And yes, we're, we're in an open relationship and we swing and we do all these things. Okay, great. Fast forward months down the road and Teddy Hart is in the United States at the time. He's in Texas, but charges are filed in Canada and the charges are for sexual assault, keeping people against their will. So now Teddy Hart is literally a fugitive. He's an international fugitive on the run. <laughs> what? This, this wrestler who breeds cats and sells them, that's his real business, right? He's selling cats $500 plus a pop. That's how he keeps the lights on, allegedly. And he smokes a lot of weed. And he always has women around him. And he's always talking. This guy is on the run for sexual assault and for keeping people against their will. Now, who are the people who have filed these charges? His wife and his girlfriend. Are you kidding me? His wife and his girlfriend who are doing these interviews saying everything is all right and everything is great. And then they have the interview. The guy goes back and interviews them after they file the charges and they start telling a different story. The complete opposite of everything is all right and everything is great. And it's like, oh, this is weird because we see them making out. The girls are making out with each other. You know, Teddy's giving commentary. Hey, take your shirt off. And, you know, at one point the girls are getting in bed with each other and they're in like in a 69 position. And then the camera pans away like this. Teddy's allowing these folks to film this stuff, but the ladies are are allowing this stuff to be filmed as well, right? So you're looking at it kind of confused, like, oh, what the hell is going on here, right? But then they introduce another woman to the the story, a lady who's down in Texas named Machiko. And anyone who knows anything about independent wrestling, especially of the past, I guess we can say, seven to ten years, especially if you know anything about independent wrestling in the Texas area, you know about Machiko, right? She's wrestled a lot of the who's who from the independent scene over the past seven to 10 years, especially if they pass through Texas. We know Machiko. 
She has that weird name that you can't pronounce, so you need somebody who knows how to pronounce it to say it. I don't know what the hell a Machiko is. I've never heard of that before. And and if I'm being uh, disrespectful, if that if it's an actual word that means something, or if it's just a family name, I apologize. Forgive my ignorance. I just I thought I always thought it was Machiko. Okay, she's Machiko. You know, like or the movie Machete. I don't know, but it's Machiko. Okay, great. So the lady is quote unquote dating Teddy Hart. Somehow, some way, he's living in her home with a hot tub and all this other amenities. Um, and she loves him and he's great. That's what she says on camera. So it's like, okay, we've seen this before. And then the guy goes out to to Hibachi Steakhouse and he's cussing the woman, calling her the B word and telling her to shut up and all this. And I'm like, oh, well, we didn't see this side of this guy before. And then he threatens her on camera. I don't care if the camera's here. You're lucky the camera's here because, you know, you, you, one of these days your mouth's going to get you in trouble. And, you know, if the camera wasn't here, I, I would put you to sleep. I'd choke you out. This is what the guy says to Teddy Hart says to Machiko. So now it puts everything that we saw before that point in question. And this whole exchange with Teddy and Machiko happens at the like towards the end of the episode. Like the first two thirds of the episode was Teddy Hart hanging out with his wife and his girlfriend and other women and his 50 cats. And he's just kind of a crazy character that, you know, the filmmaker is trying to do a reality TV show. And they even got offered a contract for $100,000 to like, you know, further develop this thing. So like this is about to be a thing. And it makes sense. Teddy's kind of a weird character. So it's like, yeah, I'll watch that. But now... In addition to the 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 sexual assault and the in the in the holding people against their will, I mean, Jesus, what is this? R. Kelly all over again? Now we have him literally threatening to choke Machiko out and saying that if the cameras wasn't there, not only would he choke her, but he would literally put her to sleep. Damn near killer, basically. You're cutting off the oxygen, somebody, so they don't have enough oxygen to the brain. Somebody can die like that. Right? Because this is not an MMA fight he's talking about. He's talking about doing it personally. Right? Who the hell is going to be around to stop him from doing that? The cats? So the fact that he would say that in public, in front of a camera, and in front of somebody who's working at the restaurant, who checked in and was like, hey, is everything okay here? Look, what the hell's going on? This is bad. So now we know this guy, not only does he have a dark side, he has a, a, a very dark side. Right. There's another clip of Teddy Hart saying that he can have people killed with the snap of a finger. What? <laughs> what are you, the Godfather? Is 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 Teddy Hart like who is he? Huh? Is he is he Joey Zaza? Who is he? Who is Teddy Hart? I want to know right now. Is Teddy Hart Hyman Roth? What's going on right now? He's Mo Green, right? Huh? He's Salazzo. Any Godfather uh, folks out there, they'll get all those references, or at least most of them, right? Teddy Hart said he can snap his fingers and have somebody killed. So you couple that with him threatening to choke a woman out. 
And then you couple that with the fact that he's being charged with sexual assault and holding people against their will. And he's technically a fugitive, an international fugitive. He's hiding out in the United States because he, and, and he's being you know, called by Canada to turn himself in. So now it's not so hard to believe that this guy could, could be capable of all of these things. All right. Now, there's a young lady, and the docu-series docu covers it, Samantha Fiddler. I, I mentioned her before. Again, she's breaking into pro wrestling. Um, somehow, she started dating Teddy Hart. They came to the United States. Chase and Rance was involved. I guess Teddy brought her around Rance for more training or what have you. And then one day, Samantha Fiddler disappeared, and nobody seems to know what happened to her. That is terrifying, right? She's she's from Canada. She's in a different country in the United States. She disappears, and she's just been around these wrestling guys. No one knows what the hell happened. This this Teddy Hart guy with the cats and the girlfriend and the wife who are all together. And now the girlfriend and the wife are, 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 you know, claiming that he sexually assaulted them and, and held them against their will. But yet they're on camera going along with things. But now he's, he's threatening to choke Machiko out. And he's claiming that he can have people killed at a snap of a finger. Okay. Now you look at it and you say, okay, is this Teddy Hart guy like the, the biggest, like scariest lunatic out there? Because it's certainly starting to feel that way, based on the information that we're watching here. This this guy is is dangerous, right? That's how you feel when you watch this. That's how I felt. That's and I've seen what other people are saying online, and, and certainly the, it seems to be across the board here. We're looking at this guy like, whoa, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Hide everybody, especially women, away from this guy. This ain't right. So it's disturbing. The whole thing is disturbing. And I'm only one episode in. And it's clear that there's a lot of smoke here and, and a concern for fire. Based on the, uh, the information provided thus far, I, I have a hard time believing that this guy is completely innocent. There's my bias. I'm sorry. There's my bias. I don't find it hard to believe that he was terrorizing those women, the wife, the girlfriend. He's threatening to choke out another girlfriend now, the Machiko girl. So now it's like, well, this, this guy's just an abuser. But he can snap his fingers and have people wiped out. So it's like, okay, so this guy, he's at least a shot caller. He can, you know, at least... But if he's threatening to choke people out, then he might be a killer too. I don't know. I'm only one episode in. There might be more information. Maybe maybe future episodes exonerate this guy somehow, some way. I don't know. What I do know is this is, this is fascinating stuff here. Because what is it inside of someone like that? that makes them want a camera on them pretty much 24-7, recording everything. 
They want it all documented. Because here's the thing. Before we even knew this dangerous breed docuseries existed, don't forget, Teddy Hart was on YouTube with Maria Manic, and they had their own YouTube show, and they were recording a lot of crazy stuff, and there was like a couple of months of just complete disaster going on. And it was clear that, like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? So it's just, it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Again, I encourage everybody to watch this and keep an eye on it. Um, But I, I do wonder, for all of you in the wrestling industry, how do people like this continue to exist in wrestling? Like I said earlier, you know, the the Machiko girl, uh, everyone who knows anything about the indie scene, especially in Texas area, they've heard of her, right? And you've heard that she's, quote unquote, Teddy Hart's girlfriend years ago. And I'll tell you something. Unprompted, numerous people have told me that they've been at shows and they've seen Teddy Hart physically slap Machiko. Right. Numerous people have told me this unprompted. And look, if if my information is incorrect, someone can come on the show on the record and they can they can correct the record. But I've been told by numerous people off the record that that has happened. They have witnessed that. And of course, the first thing that comes to mind is, well, what the hell did you do about it? Got this guy. Well, we told him he can't be doing that here and you might need to leave and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, Jesus Christ, get that woman some help. This guy's smacking her around in front of everybody. What is he doing when no one is is not around? So the fact that the docuseries Dangerous Breed Episode 1 was able to capture him threatening to choke her out, I'm not surprised by that. Based off of what I've heard about the way he's treated that woman. And from what I understand, because I've seen posts online, she's no longer with that guy. And thank goodness for that. Because it doesn't seem good at all. Whatever he's got going on. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm going by what's been presented. How can people like Teddy Hart exist in pro wrestling? All I hear is about how pro wrestling is a brotherhood and how people need to stay out of the, the behind the scenes stuff because we police ourselves. But yet at every turn, I notice that in pro wrestling, you're not policing yourselves at all. You're complicit. You sit back and you shrug your shoulders and it's not my problem. That's what you do. It's not like you're banding together to actually do something about the problems. And in fact, it's usually fans who are driving the narrative to try to clean up what's going on in pro wrestling. And and ultimately, it falls apart because there are not enough people inside pro wrestling to, to keep that going. You know? All that Me Too stuff, the folks who have been affected by the Me Too stuff, a lot of them who are still quote unquote canceled, they're only canceled because fans have threatened not to patronize these promotions. It's not other wrestlers. And I'm not saying that all wrestlers are not involved in cleaning up. There is a small percentage who who do put themselves out there and then they get blackballed for doing so. Why? Because the greater industry doesn't support that. So it's interesting. The whole thing is interesting. I don't believe that someone who's openly slapping women around, slapping anybody around, 
threatening to choke him out, doing it in public, on camera, all that, doing it, period. If you know that this is happening, how is this person allowed to continue to draw a paycheck in your industry? I just don't understand it. And maybe I'll never understand it. I don't know. But if 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 the if the brotherhood, if the we police ourselves, if that's really the 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 thing that people have to depend on and believe in, then I'm telling you right now for everyone listening to this show, I do not encourage you to ever enter the wrestling industry. In fact, I encourage you to stay away from entering the wrestling industry. Don't become a pro wrestler. Don't encourage your loved ones to become pro wrestlers. Stay out of it. Continue to observe as fans. You know why? Because this whole nonsense of brotherhood and police ourselves, if a guy like Teddy Hart can threaten to choke a woman out, this Machko lady, if a guy like Teddy Hart can allegedly be seen at shows physically assaulting people like that, if a guy like Teddy Hart can can have these sexual assault charges, can can in kidnapping or, or holding against their will, if he can have women just disappear and he's bragging about the fact that he can have people killed, if someone like that is allowed to exist in pro wrestling, why the hell would you ever encourage anyone to be in the wrestling industry? The boys are not policing themselves. The boys are opening the door and letting every immoral scumbag do whatever they want to do. And we, the fans, are hypocrites because we continue to patronize this stuff, myself included. Absolutely ridiculous that someone like this can exist. And you folks out there, you got upset about the whole dark side of the ring. And I know that it was a little one-sided because they were going after WWE specifically. And it was, you know somewhat supported by AEW and people affiliated with that. I get that, but the facts were still the facts. The stories were still the stories. The problems were still the problems, right? All that still exists. We can't, we can't hide from the fact <laughs> that Jimmy Snooker was convicted of murder, right? We can't hide from that fact, right? Don't let me start going down the list of all those things that happened that would documented in that show give me a break let me get back to the point here the boys are not policing the industry that's a that's a load of crap f your secret society f your brotherhood when you have these kinds of people who are taking advantage and harming and murdering and and doing all this domestic violence and all this other stuff right F your brotherhood. If that's what your brotherhood is about, F your brotherhood. That's what I say to that. Yes, Duke loves wrestling, but Duke doesn't love scumbags. And Duke doesn't love people who are complicit and looking the other way while the scumbags scumbag all over the place. Clean it up. Come on. I'm going to get canceled for this. I know that. And that's okay. I, I, it just, it, it boggles my mind how people like this can exist. Like this is allowed. And people, oh, it's Teddy being Teddy. What? No. (laughs) 
How are you, how is this guy getting booked in shows? How are people patronizing this guy? When there's a missing woman, there are women who are claiming sexual assault and being held against their will. He, he, he's, he's threatening to choke out another woman. Like this is, I mean, and that's all we know about. Wait until the others start coming out of the woodwork. Oof. That was just episode one. I can only imagine what more we're going to see. And again, they, they have Samantha Fiddler, the missing woman, the missing mother. They have her on video saying a lot of stuff. Oof. It's not an easy watch, but it's it's a necessary watch. And again, kudos to the guy, Fred, who, who put it together. Uh, Peacock, you know, you, you did a good enough job. The information's out here. So that's the other part about it. The information's out here. So what are people going to do about it? You know, what are the authorities down in Florida doing about it? That's what I want to know. It's amazing. It's amazing. So I will definitely be covering episode two. I'll I'll cover every every episode that they put out of this series because I'm I'm dialed in, man. I'm completely in. And again, anyone who who is associated with this, if you want to come on the show, you're welcome. I'm not going to attack you. I'll let you say your piece. That doesn't mean I don't have an opinion. And certainly on this episode, I expressed a lot of opinion, which, you know, that that may be bias. And I will be upfront and admit, yes, I am very biased about this whole situation. Absolutely, I am. Some of you out there, regardless, wrestling or not wrestling, threatening to, to hurt people, especially people you're in relationships with, cussing them and all this other stuff. Look, man, you're, you're no good bastard to me. That doesn't mean I can't interview you. I'll interview anybody. I'll interview the devil himself. I don't care. Whatever. I'll ask him questions. But you're no good bastard to me if, if that's how you conduct yourself, calling women out their names and threatening to harm them and stuff like that. This is, this is literal scumbag behavior. You are a literal bastard to me. Just so you know, just so we're clear, just so there's no confusion there. I don't have to like you. I don't have to dislike you. I don't have to feel anything about you to interview you. But if you're treating anyone like that, especially women, you're a no good bastard to me, period. It's just the way it is. And certainly Teddy Hart, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the what redemption looks like for someone like yourself, but I'll tell you, it don't look good to me. I don't know if you can be redeemed. Not in my book. The way that you've conducted yourself, sir. I I hope that you were held accountable for all that you have inflicted upon the people you've inflicted upon. That's all I'll say to that. Legally, of course. Held legally accountable. I ain't advocating for anything else. Of course not. Just, again, pro wrestling. Your brotherhood. You police yourselves, and yet you allow this type of stuff to happen. Disgusting. Anyway, Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter. Duke Loves Wrestling at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. You all have uh, insisted that I cover this. So you, you've already been letting me know what you think on this in general. But after what I've just said here, I'm sure... There's going to be a lot more to be said. Um, Boy, 
I tell you, it, it just it boggles my mind. And again, these are real people. This is real life stuff, man. That's this that's the crazy part about it. You know? So anyway. I'm going to end it there. <laughs> that's a lot to digest, for sure. Um maybe next week I'll cover episode two. We'll see. Or maybe I'll uh wait two weeks and and then cover episode two of this dangerous breed show. But you know, we're gonna continue. Certainly. Till then, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Catch you next week. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.